Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Market Adventures podcast. It's your host, Alex Cunningham, and I'll be doing a $50 giveaway at the end of this month. You can enter to win by joining the Discord and filling out the listener questionnaire. I'll be putting in one of the channels. I did the same questionnaire last year and love the feedback and also learning more about you all to create the content that you want and the content that best serves what you need. So create the type of show that you want by filling out the questionnaire and letting me know your thoughts and also get a chance to win $50. I got out of the JPM call options that I mentioned I was in uh, in the morning on Monday with the volatility that we had. I wanted to lock in my 85% profit before the uh, Powell event that was on Tuesday or uh, yesterday, that is. It went well. Uh, the federal chair, uh, Powell, was very bullish in his statements, or at least he wasn't very bearish or hawkish in his statements. And the market took that as a, a reason to grind higher, at least until the next time he and the Fed members meet at the end of this month. So I've got some ideas about what options I want to buy next. I'm going to uh, probably wait. At the time of this recording, the CPI number isn't out yet. I'm going to wait to see what happens after that number comes out and see if it helps bolster my uh, uh, options or my opinions of what stocks will move and where will they move. Um, if they support it, great. If not, I'll look for some different options. But after these next two events, I know that uh, the market is going to move in one direction. I'm just waiting for the dust to settle. So I'll probably do a live stream on that same Twitch channel that I put in the description, the one that I was streaming on Saturday, and probably go over those plays, but also put them in the Discord. So if you want to find out more before this next episode, join the Discord and also look out for my streams. Now into today's episode, now that we've done our, our recap, I got to remember that you know when I first started trading, I wanted to put a large amount of money in my account and start trading a heavy at first because I was so sure that I could figure this thing out. Luckily, I didn't have a lot of money when I first started, so I started small. And surprisingly, I did well despite my lack of information, right? I did really well with a small account. And the account was being built up slowly and then quickly it was gone soon after I even started making any money. Now, the next time I funded the account, I put a much larger amount in there. And, yep, yeah, you guessed it, I lost it all again. And it would seem that every time I started small, like in the very beginning, I could make some money. But every time I put a large amount in, the money was gone even sooner, right? What was that? After this message from our sponsor, I'm going to go into why not having a lot of money actually is an advantage when you start trading in the stock market. So stick around after this message from our sponsor. That's because having less money makes you have to be more precise, more like a sniper. You see things that you wouldn't see if you had a larger account, right? More money can make you more reckless and, and more clouded. At least it did for me. This is my second time starting an account with $20 or less. Actually, third time starting an account with $20 or less and building it up. I've started with an account um, with a larger sum, a much larger sum, more than once, and lost it all through reckless trading right? or my ignorance. Seems I have more success starting from the bottom with a small account than I do with a large account. Now, you might be thinking this is a case-by-case basis, right? Whether more money makes you more reckless. But countless trading coaches will tell you that they've blown up a sizable account many times over, right? Just as a, a cost of learning. 
the actual, the, the greatest trader of all time, Jesse Livermore, was said to have made millions of dollars in the early 1900s when he began trading and lost it all several times. Now, millions to us today might not seem like a big deal, but remember, in the early, early late 1800s, early 1900s, a million dollars is equivalent to hundreds of millions of dollars today, right? The money that he was making is equivalent to making hundreds of millions of dollars just in trading in stocks and commodities. And even he said, Jesse Livermore, that the reason for his losses was that he broke his rules thinking that the result would be different. When he had a small account, he was very strict and precise with his rules. He didn't make a move until his facts supported it, and then he took a chance. When he had a larger account, he seemed to hang on to trades a little bit longer, take trades he shouldn't have tra- taken, listen to the advice of friends or, or associates, right? whether or not he should stay in a trade or get out of a trade. He made a lot more mistakes as a um, well-established and uh, with a trader with a large account than he did when he first started or when he lost his first million and made it back again and lost a couple hundred million and make it back again, right? So he made a lot more mistakes when he had more money, basically. Now, when you first start, you know, you wish you had a larger amount, right? That's what we all think. That's what we all wish, uh, especially when you're only making like $5 here, $6 here. Like when we're trading this $20 account, we might make $5, $20, which in the grand scheme of thing, if you're looking at percentages, you're talking about 20 30 40 50%, but it doesn't look like a lot of money. You think only if I could 10x this, right? Only if I could 1,000x this, I'd be making so much money. I'd be able to retire. Well, like I said before, less money for some reason inspires the sniper in us, right? The calculated and, and priced uh, uh, trader, precise trader. Right? More money, at least to start, has a swinging a club like a caveman or cavewoman, right? Because everything looks attractive, right? Because you can afford to make mistakes when you have money. And lo and behold, you know, you make one mistake, you make another mistake because you're not being a sniper. And the money goes down, but you think, all I need to do is hit one trade and you make another mistake. And that's what it is. But when you have a small account, you have $20 or $100, you can't afford so many losses. And then you get to a point where you can't, you can't even afford to spend a lot of money on trades because there is no money to spend, right? So when you're practiced in, the con- in contrast to that, right, when you're practiced and you find your way to staying disciplined, then the account you built, say you built $20 into uh, $1,000, right, that account that you've built from the ground up will be safer because you know you've done a really good job being a sniper, and you'll be able to uh, identify more attractive trades even with a lot of money. The problem is now that you might be tempted to buy more or leverage higher, and then that's where you have to tuck into your discipline again, right? Discipline of when you didn't have that much money to expense, right? Now you can be, again, more precise, uh, which is what you use to get to that point. But if your first experience is with this large sum of money, and you have the income to replace it, which, again, is, is also very dangerous, right? When you can just keep replacing the money you've lost, right, not having to really feel the pain of losing it, that can pose a bit of a learning curve because everything starts, again, look attractive when you can afford it and afford to replace it once you've lost it. Hence why we do the $20 challenge here, right? It's t- t- for twofold. To show you, one, it's possible to start with a little bit of money, 
like the last time we took, I think, $20 into almost $1,000 here on the show or in, here on the show, but I also posted most of my trades in the Discord at the time. But $20 into $1,000 before we started, we stopped talking about it. Uh, and we'll go even higher this time, starting with $20 again. Now, like I said, as an update, the Fed was uh, not hawkish, which the market took as bullish, at least until the end of the month. We also have earnings this month with the market. The market generally likes earnings. We'll see if they're a little bit more wary this time around. But the market seems to, to be going up. Again, this is being recorded prior to the CPI. This is actually, I'm recording it on Tuesday evening. So I haven't seen the CPI report yet or been able to report it. But guess where you can find the report? In the Discord. When I find out the inflation numbers, I'm going to post it in the Discord. So I would join if I were you. And on top of it, you can win money in the giveaway. So, uh, you know, just be there. Let me know in the Q&A attached to the episode how much you started your trading account with. Until we speak again, remember, as you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure. Adventure.